partial peacekeepers. They are not peacekeepers at all. The Pope says he's pained by developments in Ukraine. CBS's Sabina Castelfranco from Rome. At the general audience today, Pope Francis spoke in a somber tone and said the threat of war in Ukraine is causing great pain in his heart. He urged politicians to make a serious examination of conscience before God about their actions. They're calling in the National Guard in Washington, D.C., as truckers head to the the capital to stage protests, like the ones that jammed up Canada's border with the U.S. this month. They're expected to arrive in time for President Biden's State of the Union speech next week. Correspondent Scott McFarlane is in Vienna, Virginia. The head of one of these convoys tells me the goal is to slow or stop traffic right here. The Washington Capitol Beltway, a 64-mile highway that surrounds the nation's capital. They say they'll largely try to stay outside the city limits to avoid any run-ins with federal law enforcement. So Virginia and Maryland state police tell me they're on alert and monitoring truck movements. Truckers protesting mask and vaccine mandates. The Navy is investigating a helicopter crash in Hawaii, helping with military training in Kauai. All four civilians on board were killed. Chris Turner watched the chopper go down. It didn't drop. That's the whole key. Something caused that helicopter to accelerate. Winter storm warnings and advisories are up from Texas to southern Illinois. Michael Ray is with North Texas Tollway Authority. Our crews will go on round-the-clock shifts, and they'll be out on patrol, and they will be treating the roads as needed. Heavy rain could trigger flooding in parts of the Deep South. A new report finds smoking and slots may go hand-in-hand. Hand. An independent gambling research company says banning smoking at Atlantic City casinos could cost up to 2,500 jobs and almost 11% of casino revenue. Smokers account for 21% of AC gamblers. This is CBS News. There's always something new under the sun. CBS Mornings, weekdays on CBS. Now an important message from Exergen. A critical new FDA study proves that the widely used non-contact thermometers are not accurate and have high probabilities for false negative readings. New COVID strands are on the rise and non-contact manufacturers are being irresponsible at a time when accuracy matters most. Accurate temperature measurements are essential. Don't wait. Switch to Exergen because they are accurate and backed by over 100 clinical studies. Be sure, be accurate with Exergen. Learn more at exergen.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. This is Claudia's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. I had just moved to a new city and barely even knew where the grocery store was yet. When my car wouldn't start one morning, I didn't know who to ask about local shops. But I remembered a name from back home, O'Reilly Auto Parts. I called, and they pointed me to a great mechanic just down the street. Now, I feel a little more at home. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're counting the numbers on the streets of L.A. Hundreds of volunteers with the L.A. Homeless Services Authority are fanning out and taking tallies of those on the street and in shelters. The count takes about three days to complete and determines how much the county receives in federal funding to help people get back on their feet. It's also the first time this is happening since 2020. Last year, the count was canceled over concerns that it couldn't be done safely or accurately during the pandemic. Results won't come now till late May or June, but officials say homeless numbers increase 
increase every year due to rising rent costs and job loss. Monica Ricks, CBS News. Bethany Farber is suing the LAPD after she was arrested at the airport and spent 13 days in jail in a case of mistaken identity. I asked them repeatedly to double check and they completely blew me off. There was an arrest warrant out for a different Bethany Farber in Texas. An attorney for California Bethany says they never checked a database. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Do you check your Google search results regularly? You should. People often get their first impression of you or your business online. Negative comments on the Internet can impact your life and your livelihood. Take control of your online reputation. Get your free reputation report card at reputationdefender.com. It may reveal negative posts from an ex-employee, upset patient or client, news article, legal issue, or even exposed personal information right there in your Google search results. Uncover what's lurking on the Internet about you with reputationdefender.com's patented scan and get your free reputation report card. Or for immediate assistance with your reputation, call 800-401-6681. Our cutting-edge technology helps make your Google search results look their best. Call 800-401-6681. That's 800-401-6681. 800-401-6681. Or take the free scan at reputationdefender.com. Hi, this is Steve Downs. Check out this week's show for the classics, Classic Rock Comebacks. We'll be playing Monster Second Chapter tracks from Boston, Steve Perry, The Kinks, The Who, Heart, The Police, The Rolling Stones, John Lennon, Bruce Springsteen, and a whole lot more. Be sure to check it out only here on The Classics. On 970 and 97.1 FM, WATH. Weenie Wednesday. Corn dogs and regular hot dogs, 99 cents each. Open 10.30 a.m. until 10 o'clock p.m. Head on over to Larry's Doghouse over on West Union Street in half. Daily reports of the stock market's close. Tune in at 5.30 tonight on WATH to stay informed about your money. The stock market report is brought to you by Goldsberry Wealth Strategies, serving Athens County since 2005. The Goldsberry Wealth Strategies stock market report airs exclusively in Athens County on 970 WATH weekdays at 5.30 immediately after our local newscast. Security offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services are offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Advisors, Inc. Gold Bear Wealth Strategies is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. We've all got our daydreams, right? Little things, big things, things you know one day you'll do. Then, out of nowhere, cancer. And all your plans don't change a bit. I would know. I'm about to jump out of an airplane with my dad. Our first time skydiving solo and my second year since starting cancer treatment at Ohio Health. All right, Dad, let's go. You keep making plans. Visit OhioHealth.com slash keep making plans. I'm Malcolm. I'm a commercial cash management specialist, but I'm also a leader and a musician. At Park National Bank, we're more than our job titles and you're more than an account number. You get personal attention and direct access to a caring, compassionate banker who respects and responds to your needs and goals. Find Malcolm or a banker near you at parknationalbank.com. Park National Bank, where you mean more. Member FDIC, parknationalbank.com.
Hi, it's Randy and Boots from the Auto Smarts Radio Network. And why should you listen to our show on this station? Well, Boots is a man of many talents and has knowledge you won't believe. Just listen. Hey, Boots, what's your favorite thing to talk about? Cars. Rick Ocasek was the lead singer of what band? The Cars. What was Gary Newman's biggest selling song? Cars. Who was the all-time leading scorer in Notre Dame basketball history? Car. That's right, Austin Carr. Anything you'd like to add? Cars, cars, cars. 57 Chevy. Cars, That's Auto cars, Smarts. Friday cars, afternoons cars, at 106 cars, on 970 cars, WATH cars, and 97.1 FM. That's a 57 Chevy. Cars, cars, cars. I-N-E-P-T. In track. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters. Raw, raw, raw. Coach Turf, here we are at midweek once again. We're in between ball games. and My favorite part of the week, because this is when we get to put all them past ball games in the past. We're not worried about what game's coming up yet, because it's too early to think about it, and we can just tell all the fans about all the lore and legends of football and the history of NF Tech. We certainly have enjoyed discussing uh, the history of inept football with you here, and uh, some terminology that we didn't really realize started here. Well, lots of it. You know, just for example, you probably heard uh, some of them boys on defense, what they call strong safety. Strong safety on every team, right? That's right. Everybody has one, and that started right here at NF Tech, and that goes back to 1954, and uh, we was getting ready to play E-I-E-I-O. You know, that was the folks that uh, we was playing this week, and uh, back in 1954, they had another good ball club. They, in fact, the E-I-E-I-O, they got a fine player here, fine player there, here, fine player there. Fine. In fact, they got a fine player everywhere, and that year they had a special fine player at tight end, a fellow named of uh, Bull Norman, and uh, we had our safety man, uh, Wimp Williams, back then. You know, Wimp went on to be a fine uh, uh, strength coach later on in his career, but uh, Wimp wasn't a real strong boy, and, and the coaches was uh, looking at me and saying, you know, Wimp, they ain't never going to uh, get Wimp to guard old Bull Norman there on off. What we need is a stronger safety. So we got somebody else to take his place. We got B.O. Baxter, and he was a little stronger boy to take his place. And then from there on in, the fellow what uh, guards the tight end on defense has always been called a strong safety. Very interesting, Coach. I'll be back with more inept tech football history with Coach Art Turf right after we pause for this message. And the Art Turf Show is proudly sponsored this morning by Kayaks and Canoes. Coach, it never ceases to amaze me how much football terminology actually originated right here at Inept Tech. We've well, that's the reason for one of these here programs is to let all the fans know just what a fine program we have so they'll uh, come out and support the Oysters and come to our ball games. The strong safety, that uh, terminology actually developed right here. and Started right here at Inept Tech. You know, folks use that. Every team has one and started right here at Inept Tech. And uh, something else most teams have is a is a taxi squad, and you were telling me during the commercial that that actually developed right here. Well, that's right. Right here at NF Tech started back in 1962. You know, we was getting ready to go to, to play Inferno State right there at the start of the ball season, and boy, it was still hot. It was real hot, and it always is hot there at Inferno State, and we was thinking that uh, our boys not being in as good a shape as they probably could have been, we was probably going to need a whole lot more boys than what we had. And, you know, we can only fit so many boys in that 19 and 37 Packard, and we got to be real careful when we make road trips not to put too many boys in there. So what we decided we was going to do, seeing as we needed some extra fellers, we got a taxi cab and got some extra boys and put them in there, and, and uh, them boys was out there on the field dropping like flies, and we quick rushed out to the cab and got them boys and put them in the ball game. So now, anytime you have some boys coming in from uh, not on the regular ball club, they call that being on the taxi squad. Sounds like it was a good plan, Coach. Where well, it was if the uh, cabbie hadn't left the meter running. 
Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H. Well, it's kind of gray outside. Thirty-four degrees at the moment, headed up to forty-three. And they say later it'll be sunny. But looking ahead, tomorrow, light rain, possibly even some snowflakes. And light rain on Friday as well. But the weekend looks to be sunny. Peaking out to Sunday at 51 degrees. All right, well, you get the general idea. So, uh, good morning, folks. Welcome to the Party Line. Today, a free-for-all edition. Scott's here, of course. And, um, whoops, let me turn you on. Let oh, me, there we go. We go. Good morning. Um, good yeah, morning. That weather, I you know, I think it's going to be a little worse north of here on, uh, what, Thursday, tomorrow and Friday? Like columbus Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the forecast models that I've seen has Columbus getting a few inches of snow, mm-hmm. and then further south it, it drops off very quickly where we will just be getting rain on Friday. Well, these are forecasts. Yeah, and exactly. And so what that means is as of right now, uh, that's what it appears, but it can change. Yeah. And, it, um, uh, you know, first of all, I was a little surprised at some of the wind this morning. Um, in fact, the last few days we've had winds on and off and, in well, you know what I mean. Well, I don't know if you heard the broadcast this morning, but we started out at 39 degrees. And as you can see up there in front of you, we're now at 34 degrees. Mm -hmm. So we've dropped five degrees since we started out this morning. And uh, there's a wind chill now of what, 27, I think that says. But that's because your show is really cool. Oh, well, okay. We'll go with that one. <laughs> the cool hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And we'll leave the hot hits till. Uh, no, never mind. Yeah, for later okay. on. All right. Well, anyway, <laughs> uh, good morning, folks. It is the 23rd day of February, 2022. Now, I, I kind of missed the boat yesterday. Scott started it out, but I, it didn't really ring true to me. But two twenty two twenty two, all that sort of thing. Uh, I had, um, in fact, I should have printed it off. Maybe I'll bring it in tomorrow. Um, but I have a, a cousin, Walter Hopkins. He's a professor at the University of Edinburgh in Scotland. Uh, and he's a 
a, a remarkable writer. Um, and I suppose two or three times a year he will send out something he has written to us family folks, but to a larger crowd as well. And yesterday he wrote an essay about 2.22.22. And I forgot to um, print it off this morning and, and share a little bit of it with you, so I'll work on that yet. Anyway, today, February 23rd, 22, it is National Banana Bread Day. National Tile Day. Okay. Why do we need that? You know, ceramic tile? <laughs> like you have in the bathroom walls or something like that? Yeah, that's what it is. Residential, commercial, industrial. National Tile Day. That's what it is. You got it right. The stuff you put on walls and floors. Yeah. Anyway... The last one makes some sense to me, National Dog Biscuit Day. It's um, the treats we buy for our guys. Um, It's pretty pretty important to us. Have you ever tried one? Personally, no. Yeah. Oh, okay. Have you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I just want to see, you know, what's so enticing about these. What was your impression? Not bad. Are you kidding me? Mm-mm. As crazy as that sounds, this was years ago. Back when, you know, we used to do... Remember how you used to do crazy things in your youth? Not me. Of course, oh, yeah, you played with Mercury. Come on now. That's well, I did that's crazy that. well, to me right not, there. But Not back in those days it wasn't. Well, no, but now that now you that know... Now that we know that it's so toxic. Yeah. So anyway, a uh-huh. buddy of mine and uh, myself, we we did you ever do a dare? A dare you to do this? I don't think so. We did a dare. So this so, was to, to I dare you to try that drug treat. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And was this a small little thing or Yeah. Okay. It wasn't something I would, you know, order at Texas Roadhouse <laughs> or Something like that. Okay. You know, I'd I'd rather have fries with that instead yeah. of a doggy biscuit. But you know, the thing I'm really enjoying is sweet potato fries or oh, yeah. sweet potato. Uh, oh, you know what I mean. Um. Anyway, I'm glad places are adding that to their menu. Yeah, those are tasty. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, National Dog Biscuit Day. All right. Um, Folks, I I brought something in here. Oh, I don't know, a week or two ago. And I was trying to make a comprehensive list of restaurants. Do you remember my mentioning this? Yeah. And... um, Uh, Many of these uh, show up on uh, various different internet 
websites where it says uh, you can search like Athens Best Restaurants. And uh, so, you know, there's TripAdvisor, there's Yelp, there's Restaurant G, there's all these different places that will rank them. But um, it's interesting to me how one list will have some and they won't appear on the next list. So then it just became kind of a, a thing where I decided that I was just going to make a list of every place I could think of that I would want to eat at. Um, I put in a, a personal description of what I thought they, like whether they were nice or fast food or very nice or pizza or general or um, very good, good, that sort of thing. Asian. And then I put in a thing like whether they are, um, what their prices were like, you know. Like um, $1 sign means they're not terribly expensive. Four dollar signs, yeah, they're expensive. So, to date, I have um, 91 restaurants listed. Now, um, I'm, I just think I'm not. There's no way to be done with this project. It just keeps going and going. Because someone will call, or in fact, that day that we talked about this on the air, someone would call and say, what about so-and-so? Is it on your list? Mm -hmm. um, I'd like to share with you my email, folks. Find a piece of paper and a pencil. And please send me uh, any suggestions. Um, unique, regular. Um, they don't have to be just in Athens. They can be an hour and a half away. Um, like I've been starting to add some of my sh uh, Columbus favorites. Um, because we all get around. It's always fun to socialize with some friends and take a little short trip to here and there and have a great meal. Um, it's just as much fun to do it right here locally. But the point is I'm trying to, to build a bigger list than just 89 names. All right? Um, so my email is palmerd, so P-A-L-M-E-R-D, no spaces, at, and then I use our FM's call letters, W-X-T-Q, that's Xerox Tom Quebec, WXTQ.com, so palmerd at WXTQ.com. And um, you can send me um, just the name, location, and 
any notes about it that you think would be helpful, like uh, pricey or not pricey or normal? Um, the quality of their food, the quality of the experience, and so on. Because there's more to restaurants than just food. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, there is. I mean, we enjoy our foodie chats, we, but we are more more to those. <clears throat> so, um, folks, do it, please. And um, if you have your own list, share the whole thing with me, and I'll blend it in. Now, again, I'm big on lists, as uh, Scott will attest to. So recently, my wife and I, 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 I might have discussed this a little bit one day last week or so. We, we've recently said, you know, we haven't taken a vacation in several years. And it's true. We used to regularly go to the Outer Banks or to other places that we like, uh, particularly the Outer Banks, Avon. Um... But I, I just started to jot down places that I have traveled to by car. This is true now. I have traveled to car by car to these places. And then uh, I put them in order of time to get there. So, Parkersburg, 43 minutes. Marietta, 56 minutes, right? Columbus, an hour and 19 minutes. Okay, now, it gets more interesting. And I may have missed some things in here that you like. You, my audience. So, you know, you're welcome to send us that kind of information, too. It's, it's just... Um, okay, but some of these you're going to fall over at, Scott. No. Okay. Okay, so. I'll hang on. After Columbus, <coughs> what do you think I picked next? Uh, Cincinnati? Mm, well, it's down a couple more, but Huntington is next at an hour and 39 minutes. Yellow Springs, Ohio. Two hours and 15 minutes. Cincinnati, two hours and 35 minutes. Worcester, Ohio, 2 hours and 40 minutes. I know some of you won't believe I did this, but Oxford, Ohio, 3 hours and 10 minutes. Pittsburgh, 3 hours and 13 minutes. Cleveland, 3 hours and 23 minutes. Berea, Kentucky, 3 hours and 36 minutes. Detroit, Four hours and 27 minutes. West Lafayette, Indiana. Four hours and 55 minutes. Okay, if you're just scratching your head there on that one. Uh, my wife's a Purdue alum. And that's West Lafayette. Okay. Kalamazoo, Michigan is next at five hours and 40 minutes. Niagara Falls. Six hours, 29 minutes. 
Nashville, Tennessee, 6 hours and 30 minutes. Chicago, a town I like a great deal, 6, ta- six hours 41 minutes. Chesapeake, Virginia. We used to own a radio station there. Now my son lives there. 7 hours and 54 minutes. This is driving time. Shelburne, Vermont. 12 hours. Oh, I skipped one. I'm sorry. And <laughs> the one I skipped is one we used, uh, used most of all, which was Avon, North Carolina. 10 hours and 2 minutes. Okay. Next is Shelburne, Vermont. These are places that are special to me. 12 hours and 31 minutes. Rockland, Maine. 14 hours, 34 minutes. Camden, Maine. 14 hours, 49 minutes. Santa Fe, New Mexico. 22 hours and 49 minutes. You won't believe this next one. Sheridan, Wyoming. 22 hours and 49 minutes. Exactly the same as if going to New Mexico. Santa Monica, California, 34 minutes. And Vancouver, British Columbia, up in Canada, 39 hours flat. 34 minutes to California? 34 hours. You want a Concorde jet, right? Not even that would do that. I, I misspoke. <clears throat> yes. Anyway, once again. Which is okay. If there's a special place out there that you particularly enjoy, near or far, send us a note. We'll talk about it. And, and again, Palmer D at WXTQ.com. I used to go to a place outside of Cincinnati, and if I remember right, and uh, maybe a listener can help me with this, um, she's in the well from the Cincinnati area. I think it was called the Colorado Cattle Company, where they used to have a deal there that they had a six-pound steak. Holy cow! Yeah. Well, that's, no that's pun a cow. intended. Yeah, you're right. That's yeah. that's about a cow. But if you could eat that, a baked potato, a salad, and a drink. Seems like there was one more item too, but it was free. Yeah, if you could eat it all within a certain amount of time, <laughs> it was free. If not, the dinner cost, I think fifty to seventy five bucks. Yeah, something like that. Now, did you do it? No, but I did the two pounder. Okay, I I got that one down there. They they had that one too. I do believe so. Um, anyway, what they did back in the day was they they took pictures of people who successfully completed that, and they posted them on the wall there before and after. But yeah, for their wall of fame, <laughs> and uh, it was interesting because. There were some uh, Bengals players' pictures oh. on the wall yeah. that had done it. 
And interestingly enough, there were pictures of both men and women who had completed oh my. that project, as I call it. And it was good. Well, well, uh, seven pounds, did you say? Six pounder. Six pounder. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Cheyenne Cattle Club. That was it. Okay, add that to our list here. Yeah, so I, I, that was, boy, they had some great food there, too. But it was just interesting how you would go in there and see the wall of so many pictures of people who had done it. Oh, yeah. You know, when I think back over the years, there are certain restaurants that uh, I grew up with that no longer exist. One, there was just a recent big controversy over, and that was the Worthington Inn. And uh, it just closed its doors here in the last year. But yeah. the, the Snyder family uh, owned that uh, for several generations, and they just recently stopped being what they were. The High Lie over on Olin Tangy River Road. Yeah, the Kahiki. The Kahiki. Well, that, now, I think the Kahiki still has a thing on East Broad. That was one I remembered from years gone by. I think the Kahiki still <coughs> is in existence. We do have a caller, by the way. Uh, let me get my buttons just right. Here we go. Good morning. Tickety-poo. Tickety-poo. Well, I kind of messed up on that Bobcat-Kent State game. I got it backwards, didn't I? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. That was unreal. That was a dud, wasn't it? Oh, man. It looked like there was a lid on top of that bat, and they couldn't hit nothing. That first half. That's for sure. They only scored, what, 15 points in the first half? The foul line, wasn't it? Or 10 of them at the foul line? Yeah. 10 of them. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. That's pitiful. Yeah. Pretty hey, bad. You know, Don, did you go last night? <clears throat> no, I missed it. I was a little under the weather. Okay, well, it was a respectable game last night. And, of course, yeah, Ohio came out on top. Yeah. And, uh, on YouTube, uh, they did the post game. Mm-hmm. So I watched it post game on YouTube. I see. But, you know, talking about the eating contests or eating facilities. Mm-hmm. On YouTube, there's, a, there's people, they go out and they – find these places where there's there's a challenge. You can eat so much food in so many time you get on a wall of fame and some of them gives you money, some of them get you T shirts. And they had this one, there's one up in, in Akron. It's it's a Louisiana chicken place. Okay. And this guy, these wings were like seven almost a half a pound wings. He ate thirty of them Holy in, in in an hour. Holy well, where was this? Up in Akron, some t- some Louisiana uh, yeah. restaurant there. Okay, well, if you find out more, send it to me. Yeah, he uh, and there's like he had to side a choice, and it was a big bowl. Of course, he got coleslaw and beans. Yeah, and they're a good side bun. He ate it, and I'm like, good lord, dude. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm not. I mean, that's interesting. And you know that even a small portion of their stuff is likely going to be very good. Oh, definitely. But um, you know, I'm not. I'm not pushing for um, breaking records or anything. I'm just 
trying to locate interesting places. That well, are, I know out yeah. in, uh, I think it's Fort Worth, Texas, there's a steakhouse. They got a 96-ounce steak if you can eat it. 96 ounces. That's, uh, 96 ounce steak with potatoes. What's, sides, what's like, 96 divided by 16? Six pounds. Six pounds. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's a big it, one. Oh, and, and they got this one. Her name's Molly Schuyler. S e h u l a r, but she pronounces Schuyler. Mm-hmm. She ate that thing they even 15 minutes good night i mean the whole thing okay let me ask you this without being unkind what size of a lady was she she looked like a midget that's amazing i mean she's you know real thin and i i, I mean i watched I want you know it's on YouTube. It's, it's you know food challenges, and it is unreal what these people can eat. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm looking. She does not, David. She has not gained a bit of weight. Well, I think sometimes I think they got a tapeworm. That's why they can do that. Yeah, well, um, all the food. But. <laughs> remarkable, <laughs> remarkable. <laughs> yeah, but she is real petite. That's what I meant, petite, not midget. I knew what you meant. I meant the teeth. I'm going to make that correct so nobody can say, oh, he's fat, yeah, 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 you know. But, yeah, I'm a, star, I'm a fire starter, so I can handle it. No, I, <laughs> I understand. But, no, I, uh, and my, I love to go to West Palm Beach. I got family there, and that's like 18 hours and 45 minute drive from here. Okay. Well, if you have a favorite place down there, let us know about it. Or two. All right. <laughs> Hey, well, y'all have a good day, and I just wanted to apologize for making that crazy dick for OU Friday, but I, I really thought they had a chance to do that. Oh, I did, too. Well, I think everybody did, but... Sounded good. It's, uh... That's what happens when you have one of those nights. Well, yeah. What, what they just... some expression that says, no team is as good or as bad as they are on a certain day. Well, any, yeah, I always heard any given day, or as their last game, something yeah. like that. Yep. All well, right. it was a it was a clunker. They're I think they're turning the page on that one and putting that one away. Yeah. And, uh, but they play. They needed that easier game last night. So uh, who did they play? Central Michigan. Central oh, Michigan's okay. only they've only won like six games all year. I tell you what, though, they were they. They showed some stuff. They, you know, but don't they have a lot of underclassmen? Don't we have a lot of underclassmen? No, Central Michigan. Don't they have a lot of underclassmen oh. starting? Oh, I don't know. I didn't look at the years on their roster. Yeah. Quite possible. Do they play Friday? Akron, Akron. Ohio plays Akron in the Convocation Center. And it's a 6 o'clock game. It's seniors night. Families will be in town, all that stuff. It's a TV game, CBS Sports Network channel. Okay. So you can watch it on regular TV. Well, if you have cable, you yeah. can watch it or satellite, one of those. So former Ohio head coach John Gross, still at Akron. They're having a decent year. But as it stands right now, there are three games left in the MAC season. 
And as it stands right now, if Toledo wins out and the Bobcats win out, which looks highly likely, then Toledo will own the tiebreaker because they beat the Bobcats twice this year. So they will get the number one seed. And if, if the standings finished today, Toledo would play Central Michigan in the first game of the tournament, and Ohio would play Miami in the first game of the tournament. Wow. So as things stand now, now, again, there are three games left, but I never liked playing Miami in the tournament because it just seems like Miami gets jacked up when they get, get in the tournament. They've knocked Ohio out time and time again over the years, and hopefully we can reverse that trend if we have to play Miami this year. That'd be great. Yep, yeah. sure Make would. Sure go all the way and go to the NCAA. Yeah. My, my wife and I normally have a 6 o'clock appointment down in Pomeroy every Friday. And uh, I sent a, a text message to uh, the people we meet down there saying, hey, I, we can't do it this week, you know, unless you pick, guys pick another time. But there's a 6 o'clock game at the combo, and we don't want to miss it. Right. All right. Well, two right. two of the three Toledo games are in Toledo, and two of the three Bobcats games are on the road at Bowling Green and at Northern Illinois. So, yeah. I think they can win all three, though. They should. Oh, they should. That's why I'm getting ready to say they should. But yeah, any given night. You got it. You know, that, against Kent State. That, that's was, why, why I say that's why you play them. Yeah, I do. I mean, what can't they make? What four or five straight three pointers? Oh my goodness! He couldn't miss. It seemed like no, they couldn't. They <laughs> lights out. Wow. Well, y'all have a great day. I'm. I'll get off of here. Let somebody else chat. Thank you. Okay, buddy. Good to hear good from you. Y'all, y'all do good. I oh, appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Bye bye. Right. Have a good one. Bye. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me, 970 WATH party line on a, um, what is this, Wednesday, right? Yeah, Restaurant Wednesday. West, restaurant Wednesday. Which makes no rhyming or same letter or anything it's out of that. Rest, Just You've been talking Wednesday. about restaurants. It's, it's even hard to say. Yeah. Did you ever go to, didn't you say you had a key to like a Playboy club or something like that? one time or you yes. knew somebody that did yes did you eat ever eat there at yes. one of those yes was the food any good yes well there's another one you can add to your list no <laughs> no that i'm sorry that was years ago oh okay an entirely different life of mine um back when i was in showbiz um, you were living the life of a rock star. In a, in a sw- small way. Um, I was just thinking many of the places of the you've, I associated you've been. with liked going there. I did not particularly. Yeah, the views were nice, if you know what I mean. But um, it just wasn't my thing. Anyway, well, I was just trying to you think know, of. I a, think there was a special on TV about uh, Playboy recently. 
the Playboy mansions and all of that. wasn't very uh, flattering, frankly, for the Hugh Hefner, right? Yeah. I'm just trying to think of the places you've mentioned you've been to around the world mm-hmm. in your travels at cities, destinations, uh, entertainment venues, areas, things like that. Sometimes I can think of a city, but then I have to go and and look up what's the notables there, and then I say, oh, yeah, that's I've been there. Because it's hard to remember all these things. Well, anyway, enough on this. Uh, let's, let's get going with our regular stuff here. Uh, so today in history, all right? So uh, the oldest event we are showing today was in the year 303. When Roman Emperor Diocletian Diocletian begins his policy of persecuting Christians, raising the Church of Nicomedia. Nicomedia, I think is probably how it's pronounced. None of that have I heard a thing about ever. Let's move on. Johannes Gutenberg. This is the year 1455. On this date, prints his first Bible. Fifteen forty, Francisco Vasquez de Coronado's expedition sets off from Mexico in search of the seven cities of Cibola. You know, I shouldn't stop here, but I will. What do you think has been my weakest area of knowledge? History. Yes. Was it that obvious? Well, you've mentioned that before. okay. I just recall you saying that when I talk about historical things. When I do these, I'm always uh, amazed at... Now, most of these don't really mean much to me. All right, 1836, the Alamo besieged for 13 days until March 6th by the Mexican army under General Santa Ana. The entire garrison was eventually killed. 1904, United States acquires control of the Panama Canal Zone for a mere $10 million. 1945, U.S. Marines raised the American flag on top of Mount Suribachi, also known as Iwo Jima, that famous sculpture there in Washington. He picks that, of course. Still a surprise-winning photo of which by Joe Rosenthal later became iconic inspiring the Marine Corps War Memorial Sculpture. 1954, the first mass inoculation against polio with the Jonas Salk vaccine takes place at Arsenal Elementary School in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Within days afterwards, I had mine at Worthington High School's gymnasium. 
Now I guess you'd have to say Thomas Worthington. Now that there's two Worthington High Schools. Oh well. Let's see here. Famous birthdays. Dakota Fanning. Uh, today is her 28th birthday. Now, why should I know her? She looks pretty. Hannah Dakota Fanning is an American actress. She rose to prominence at the age of seven for her performance as Lucy Dawson in the drama film I Am Sam, okay. for which she received a Screen Actors Guild Award nomination at age eight, making her the youngest nominee in SAG history. She has also been in the movie Man on Fire, War of the Worlds, and The Alienist. Well, she's quite attractive and quite young, 28th birthday today. Samuel Pepys, or I, I'm guessing it's Pepys, P-E-P-Y-S. Born in 1633 on this date. Died in 1703. Um, I can't exactly call him attractive. He was an English diarist and naval administrator. He served as an administrator of the Navy of England and member of parliament and is most famous for the diary he kept for a decade while still a young man. Uh, look through the window there. Look over at FM. And uh, Liz is in there, right? Yeah. And she's got a ton of hair, right? It's long, yep. This guy has way more hair than she does. Uh, yes, he does. Samuel Pepys. Okay, two more. Born on this date in 1685 was George Frederick Handel. Musician. German composer, yes. Died in 1759, but he was born on this date in 1685. He too has a good bit of hair. And the last one we have to mention in the way of birthdays was W.E.B. Du Bois. D U B O I S. And he was born on this date in 1868, died in 1963. William Edward Burghardt Dubois was an American socio uh, sociologist, socialist, historian, civil rights activist, pan-Africanist, author, writer, and editor. And some of the books he wrote, The Souls of Black Folk, the Negro, Black Reconstruction, and the Gift of Black Folk. What is his most famous quote? Children learn more from what you are than what you teach. Believe in life, and the worker must work for the glory of his handiwork, not simply for pay. The thinker must think for truth and not for fame. And one more, either America will destroy ignorance or ignorance will destroy the United States. Heavy. Big heavy. Okay, two deaths to mention. First, that of Leo 
Bakelin, Bakelin, Bakelin land, I'll spell it. B-A-E-K-E-L-A-N-D. No, he was born in 1863, but died on this date in 1944. Uh, he was a Belgian-American chemist. He is best known for the inventions of Velox photographic paper huh. in 1893 and Bakelite in 1907. This last guy still is remarkable to me. <clears throat> Stan Laurel, as in <laughs> Laurel and Hardy. He has such a funny series of facial expressions. And um, born in 1890, died in 1965. Yeah, he was uh, kind of like the fall guy of that duo, would you not say? Probably accurate. He was a comic actor, writer, film director, as you mentioned, part of the comedy duo of Laurel and Hardy. He appeared with his comedy partner, Oliver Hardy, in 107 short films, feature films, and cameo roles, some of which include Sons of the Desert, Way Out West, March of the Wooden Soldier, and this would have been a good one for yesterday's date, the Flying Deuces. Yeah. Well, let's see here. Let's turn to some of the harder stuff. We have word now that Germany has suspended its approval of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. We may had a, have an EAS test coming up here. Yeah, well, that was a test, not a notification. So we have to run all of those sort of things. And then the state, um, some government office at the state level um, just received notice that we did it. And so we complied. All right. But back to this um, Nord Stream 2 pipeline. This is in Germany. Um, this is one of a number of actions taken by Western leaders in response to Russia's movement into eastern Ukraine. The pipeline, an $11 billion project that would deliver almost 2 trillion cubic feet of gas, natural gas, I think. Yeah, I think so. From Russia to Germany each year has been criticized for increasing European dependence on Russian energy sources. The move followed Russia's recognition of the independence of uh, Donetsk and Luhansk, which are the two rebel-held territories which have seen eight years of civil war. 
or civil conflict. Going on, the Kremlin has deployed troops into the region under the pretense of peacekeeping. Western officials, however, have referred to the action as a de facto invasion. And our nation has issued sanctions targeting the two regions and a number of Russian institutions let me turn off my phone and individuals European Union leaders uh, issued sanctions on more than 350 Russian lawmakers who supported the invasion Obviously a tense situation. Um, let's see here. Ahmed, uh, Ahmoud Arbery, right? Um, the jury yesterday found three white men guilty of federal hate crimes and attempted kidnapping in the murder of him. Mr. Arbery, who was black. Um, it's been a story in the news uh, a lot lately. The, uh, the guilty uh, thing came about yesterday. The verdict in which a jury concluded race played a primary factor in the killing comes one day before the two-year anniversary of his death. What else do we have? We have about a minute and a half or so remaining. I guess we can skip these. Let's go over to this one. Um, eight years ago, after Russia annexed Ukraine's Crimean Peninsula, the U.S. and its allies harshly condemned the invasion and imposed economic sanctions on Russia. It barely seemed to matter. Russia still controls Crimea. Russia's economy, after going through a recession, soon started growing again. President Vladimir Putin remains firmly in control of his government and has now begun another invasion, this time in the eastern Ukraine. In response, President Biden yesterday announced a new set of sanctions imposed in tandem with Britain and the European Union. Putin's aggression, Biden says, is a, fl a flagrant violation of international law, and it demands a firm response from the international community. Biden also signaled that more sanctions may follow. It's a touchy time right now, and um, I'm not gonna. What am I gonna say? I think we're doing the only thing we possibly can do, and we'll just try to make sure that people remain as cautious as possible about the future. We're out of time. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H.
is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The U.N. General Assembly is going into session right now to discuss the Russia-Ukraine crisis. Secretary General Antonio Guterres. We need restraint and reason. We need de-escalation now. There are new reports of Russian military vehicles now inside breakaway regions of eastern Ukraine. Correspondent Charlie Dagata is in Kyiv, where Russian diplomats have left their mission. We've learned the Russian government ordered the evacuation of all staff at the embassy here in the capital, and there are reports employees destroyed documents as they headed for the exits. Get ready to pay more to drive and heat your home. The Russia-Ukraine crisis is expected to drive up all already high fuel prices here in the U.S. CBS's Errol Barnett is in Washington. Gas prices are continuing their upward march with a gallon of regular now costing you an average of $3.53. And the cost of heating oil is also up. It's costing Americans 47% more now to warm up our homes with heating oil this winter than it did a year ago. U.S. truckers are taking a cue from drivers in Canada and setting out on the road to Washington, D.C.